Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast. And this week it's all about home sweet home. I hope you are at home right now with your loved ones and you had the most amazing Christmas. Over the Christmas break I went home as well to Frankfurt, the city where I was born and raised and where my family still lives. And Frankfurt is the place I want to introduce you to today. So that in case you come to Frankfurt for a stopover, for a business trip, for holidays, that you are prepared. First question for you. What do you know about Frankfurt? Is there anything that comes to your mind when you hear the name Frankfurt? Usually I get two answers. The airport and the sausages. Frankfurt airport is one of the biggest in Europe. And yeah, the Frankfurter Würstchen, the Frankfurter sausages are from Frankfurt. If you're into football, you may have heard of Eintracht Frankfurt, our local Bundesliga team. If you follow the news, you may know that the European Central Bank, so the most important and powerful institution for the Euro, is located in Frankfurt as well, as many other banks too. And especially the banks, that's kind of the reputation we have, especially in Germany itself, that we just have banker and gangster. Because Frankfurt is also the crime capital of Germany. The weirdest thing about that is that people in Frankfurt are kind of proud of this reputation. We are proud to be the crime capital of Germany. It gives us some street credibility if people think that we are a bit rough, if everyone knows our gangster rapper. However, Frankfurt is not really dodgy or dangerous. All the crimes committed at the airport are also part of the statistic. That's why we always win this very special award. So don't worry, if you come to Frankfurt, it's not dangerous. But not just in regard of this reputation. Frankfurt is a very special city with a special kind of attitude. Very different to most other German cities. It's not the most beautiful place, but it's very diverse. It's super international. Almost 180 different nationalities live together in Frankfurt, in peace and harmony most of the times. And it sounds probably a bit cheesy, but growing up in Frankfurt means that you don't see nationalities. You see humans. It doesn't matter where you're from or where your family is from, who or what you believe in, who you are or want to be. That doesn't play a role in your daily life here in Frankfurt. No one cares. This general, unconditional respect for everyone is kind of the DNA of the city and that's something we are very proud of. And although not super pretty, Frankfurt is very livable. In rankings, in worldwide rankings, we are always named as one of the most livable cities in the world. According to one ranking, there are two big rankings, but according to this one, we are the most livable place in Germany, number 12 in the world. And in the other ranking, we have been in the top 10 for years now. But why is that? If Frankfurt is not beautiful, what makes the city one of the most livable places in the world? There are obvious reasons. You can find a lot of culture here, great nightlife, countless really good museums, theaters, public transport usually works well as well. People can make good money here. That is what counts in these rankings. But is that really what makes a city livable for us? These aspects are all nice to have or important. However, since Frankfurt is the first place I recommend in this podcast, there has to be more about it. And I will try to show you that by showing you around. If you have a few hours, where should you go? Or if you're here for a few days, where should you start? My tip is go to the old opera, the Alte Oper, and the square in front of it, the Opernplatz, the Opera Square. The Alte Oper is one of the most stunning buildings we have in the city. It's even more beautiful by night because then the building is illuminated. And the square with its fountain and the park behind creates a very nice atmosphere. You maybe even have a street musician playing. It's a perfect spot to start or end a first date, for example. However, at any time, doesn't have to be during nighttime, at any time of the day, the Opera Square is a great place to start your city walk in Frankfurt. 
because you have the stunning opera building on one side and the impressive skyscrapers, all the banks, on the other side of the park. So the beautiful old and the beautiful new and you are in the middle of it, in the heart of Frankfurt. From the Opera Square, you head to the next stop, the Zeil, just a few minutes walking from there. When people in Frankfurt say, let's go to town or to the city center, we always mean just this one street, the Zeil. Going from one square called Hauptwache to another square called Konstablerwache. The Zeil is one of the most popular and successful shopping streets in Europe, just a few hundred meters long, but with almost every store you could ask for. And you can see almost everyone on this street, Zeil. You have families, students, young couples, people from around the world, tourists, politicians. You have football stars and German internationals eating in the restaurants on the street or famous artists walking around there before their gig in Frankfurt, as well as local breakdance groups performing on the streets or gangster rapper who are shooting their video there, stock trader coming from the famous stock exchange around the corner. So you have the banker and the gangster and everyone else all together once again. Life is happening here on the Zeil. During the night it gets a bit rougher, but during the day the Zeil is an amazing place to feel the vibrant vibe of the city. So explore the Zeil for a while, its doors, especially the shopping mall Maizai, which has a fascinating architecture with its massive curved glass facade. And on the roof of Kaufhof, another big store, you have one of the most impressive skyline views of the city. It's a perfect spot for a quick photo shooting and maybe a drink if you need a break. Afterwards, we continue our city walk by walking down Liebfrauenstraße, Liebfrauen Street. After a few hundred meters, we reach the Paulskirche. And I told you in episode one that Germany wasn't a democracy until 1918. But the first attempt to establish democracy happened in 1848, 1849, here in Frankfurt, in the Paulskirche, in this church. And at that time, Germany didn't even exist. A country called Germany was founded 20 years later, over 20 years later, in 1871, before that there were different states in the German Confederation. All of these states sent representatives in 1848 to negotiate a constitution. 60 years after the French Revolution, some Germans felt innovative and crazy enough to think that we could try democracy now as well. We are always a bit late with things like that. What happened in the Paulskirche was called Frankfurt Parliament. After a year of negotiations, there was a result, the Frankfurt Constitution, with the wish to install a parliamentary democracy. The only problem, the most powerful man in this German confederation, the Prussian King Frederick William IV, refused to accept it. So it failed. However, when Germany got a democratic constitution, so after World War I and also after World War II, major elements of the Frankfurt Constitution were integrated. Even more history can be found between our next two spots, which are just meters away from the Paulskirche. The Dome of Frankfurt and the Römer, our town hall for over 600 years now. I mentioned it in the Christmas podcast. Here in Frankfurt, German emperors were elected and crowned for centuries. Both happened in the Dome. And then afterwards, the new emperor walked in his coronation procession a few hundred meters down to the Römer. And he stopped at the Römer Square. There you can still see a fountain today. And on the day of the coronation ceremony, that fountain was filled with wine and the new emperor got a bit of wine and then went on to the emperor's hall in the Römer. And the normal people got the rest of the wine and oxen and had a big party on the Römer square. My dad told me that and he's a historian. I find it really, really fascinating because you can still see all of that. The dome, the Römer, the fountain, all of that is still there. The next thing you can see around the dome is our brand new historic city. Sounds a bit weird, because it is a bit weird. 
But the original historic city, as well as large parts of Frankfurt, were bombed and destroyed in World War II. That's why you can find a lot of architecture from the 50s and 60s in Frankfurt, but also so much modern architecture, skyscrapers, fancy offices. We basically had to rebuild the whole city in the last 70-80 years. Which is fair enough, the idea to rebuild the historic city, however, has always been controversial. And it hasn't become less controversial since they are done and you can see it. It attracts hundreds of thousands of tourists, but the people from Frankfurt still need some time to accept this new area. Because it still looks a bit like Disney World and needs some time to become part of the rest of the city. The dome itself is not that beautiful, however if you are sportive you can climb up the dome tower, which is around 300 steps. And from there you have a great view over Frankfurt, one of the best views on the skyline. Very impressive. And if you're wondering why I'm always mentioning the skyscrapers and the skylines, the 14 tallest houses in Germany are all located in Frankfurt. It's the only place in Germany and basically in Europe with a proper skyline. London has a lot of skyscrapers as well, but this kind of skyline, a proper skyline, can just be found here. We end our little city walk at our river, the Main, and especially if you're here in the summer, it's a great place to hang out. People love to get drinks, chill on the grass, on the benches, on the riverside, or on the bridges, watch the lights of the skyline during the night and have a chat with their friends. That's summer in Frankfurt. But any time of the year, a walk here, for example, to the European Central Bank and back to the city center, 20 minutes walking each way, is definitely recommended because the riverside is stunning and once again life is happening here. You have families, friends, groups, couples, all walking, running, cycling, sitting here, chatting, listening to music, busking. It's a really cool vibe and on one side of the river you have the whole riverside just full of museums. Different kind of art, architecture, film, communication, whatever you're interested in, there will be a museum for it. The area behind the museums is called Sachsenhausen. And it's a very popular restaurant and nightlife area. What I recommend to do if you come to Frankfurt is to check out a local traditional apple wine restaurant. Because there you can get tasty local food from Frankfurt and you can try our special beverage, apple wine. The first class would probably taste disgusting. The second one is gonna be a bit better. The third one will taste great. And after the fourth one, it doesn't matter anymore. These traditional apple wine restaurants are cozy, they have a lot of flair and you get the best insight into local cuisine and drinks. So definitely check out a traditional apple wine restaurant when you're here. Frankfurt, just to sum it up, is not the most beautiful city, but it's a very livable place with a lot of history, a lot of things to explore and a lot of cool spots you don't see straight away. And next week I'm gonna tell you more about them, the cool spots, the quirky ones, the insider tips places that make the city exciting and cool. Today we had Frankfurt in general. Next week I will give you some special recommendations. And the craziest thing is next week is gonna be next year. So I want to take this opportunity and thank you for all the support over the past two months. I really appreciate everyone listening or even texting me, giving me feedback. It's going so much better and it's so much more fun than I ever thought it would be. And that's also especially because of you. So thanks a lot for that. Have the best start to 2019 and see you next Thursday for a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast.